This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Well, praise God. Aren't you glad to be in the house? Amen. God is a good, good, good God. Amen? Well, that was a little weak. You woke up alive, right? You woke up not dead again today. Glory to God. Don't wait till you get to church to die. We'll have to have your funeral later on. Aren't you glad to be in the house of God? Amen. It's good to be here uh, today. God is a good God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Who was it that says it that way? They don't say hallelujah. They changed God's name, yah, to your. Hallelujah. Either way, praise the Lord. Amen. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, we want to just take a moment and uh, offer up prayer for you know we've had some weather the last couple of uh, weeks two weeks in a row and this last one hit real close to home for so many uh, people Uh, so let's lift them up right now father there's so many people affected by these tornadoes and storms we know that you're a god that doesn't come to steal and to kill and to destroy that these things originate from the enemy and we just thank you lord that the insurance company may call it an act of god but lord we do not assign these things as an act of god and we thank you lord that you're a god of restoration you're a god that will cause good to come out of all of this evil and destruction we thank you in the name of jesus for the help of the holy spirit we thank you Lord, for uh, working, yes, working, Father. working, and bringing new and better and more and greater for all of these yes, folks in yes. the name of Jesus. Comfort peace, thank Father. you that you have kept so many safe, so many of us safe, Lord. But those that have lost loved ones, we pray especially for them that your yes. work that you work, that the Holy Spirit would be there for them in yes, Jesus' Father. name. Amen. Amen. Also, tomorrow uh, we celebrate um, Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, birthday. And that's very appropriate. You know, the world, uh, uh, the world uh, looked at him and still views him. Their perspective is that uh, as a political figure, as a political activist, but you know, I want to tell you, Uh, that God started something, God was up to something, and God continues uh, to work uh, through this man's life and ministry, a true prophet of God. I said a true prophet of God. Yes. And a true, uh, you know, uh, true to his Lord in laying down his life, greater love hath no man than uh, lay down his life for his friends. And he knew Uh, the cost, counted the cost, yet uh, he willingly obeyed uh, God. And it's a powerful, powerful thing. Amen. The world may claim 
uh, him as a civil rights uh, um, leader, and truly he was, but I'll tell you, uh, the church, uh, there was one that was among us that when we get to heaven, I'm going to tell you what, uh, you want to look this man up because he's a true example. You know, Pastor Sandy had posted... uh, had posted some things. One of them that I read, and I'm going to let her read one of them, but uh, one of them that I read just this morning while I was doing chores was uh, to ask ourselves, what are we doing to help others? What will we do? What are we doing to help help others? Amen. And uh, what a legacy, what a uh, a life, and it's good and right that we recognize and honor that. And the way that we honor that is to simply uh, answer those questions for our own life. What am I going to do in serving my generation and the purpose of God uh, for others? Amen. That the kingdom of God would advance. Uh, one of his quotes was, everybody can be great because anybody can serve. You don't have to have a college degree to serve. You don't have to make your subject and verb agree to serve. You only need a heart full of grace and a soul generated by love. Amen. Amen. Well, Lord, we just thank you for today uh, and being together. Uh, So many uh, and so much is going on in our world, but we're here today. Glad to be in the house, grateful for all that you do. And we ask that you would lead and guide us. today uh, during this service and that your purpose would be served and that we would uh, understand your plan and we give you all the praise and glory for it. You know, we're in the 21-day Daniel fast and very specific, really uh, narrowed it down to this. This is what we're coming into agreement. It is to understand the plan. You know, in in Daniel, the 10th chapter, uh, truth through, 2 through 14. It is our picture from the scripture where it says that Daniel uh, uh, went into a 21-day fast where he simply fasted pleasant bread. It's up to each individual personally to participate or not participate. And whatever measure or level you would be led by the Holy Spirit, say, I need to be led by the Spirit of God. You know, that's, uh, that, it, you'll be okay if you learn to be led by the Spirit of God. Amen. He'll always lead and guide us into the truth, and of course we know the Word of God is true. So yes. we have pictures from the uh, scriptures here, and he said he simply fasted uh, pleasant, uh, pleasant bread. Did you give up pleasant uh, bread? There's no cake or pie, right? No. Amen. Um, in our house anyway, you know. But it's a personal thing, isn't it? You know, I love to hear the stories about how folks give up Snickers bars and different things like that and got one carried around till the end of the fast so they can get right into it once it's done with. (laughs) Amen. That's a good thing. And no birthday cake for you. Oh, goodness, yeah. The fast always falls on my birthday, so... It's good because I leverage that. Just somewhere down in the year, I'll say, well, I'd like this. She go, I said, for my birthday. She goes, you had a birthday. Yeah. I said, yeah, but I didn't get any, any cake at all. Amen. No pleasant bread. 
So what it really is a very, very personal, uh, a very personal thing. But the but now listen, the discipline of prayer and the discipline of fasting, it is a discipleship thing. It is part of the toolkit, if you will, it is part of the uh, you know, what we have available to us because God pays special attention yeah. uh, to that. I'm going to read this. If you didn't get one of these, uh, Miss uh, Sonny put these out, and I'll tell you, she really did a good job with these. I, I carry this around in my Bible. And I want to uh, uh, remind you, it says, Each new year we begin with 21 days of fasting and prayer, purposefully setting ourselves especially this year, to understand the plan. How many of you know God has a plan? There is the plan, the master's plan. And, uh, we, it, uh, and that plan is to, for advancing his kingdom, but also he has included us in that work. God's not going to yes. do it alone. He has no one but you and I. And it's a volunteer thing. The army of God, the family of God. The Bible says that in the day of his power that his people will volunteer voluntarily. Have you ever been volunteered un involuntarily? Yes. In other words, you know, my dad used to go, you're going to do this. And it's like, you know, and you go, uh, and he go, no, uh, you're going to do this. Amen. But we're willing and obedient people. Amen. Whatever, say whatever the master wants. Not my, will, not my will, not what I want, what I want but what he, wants. what he wants. So we've invited all of you uh, and, and everyone out there that, you know, uh, that uh, shares uh, in, the, uh, in the work of the church. Uh, we invite you to participate and experience for yourself the rewards of diligently seeking yes. the will and the way of God for your life. And not just for your life that's all for yourself, but as the life that we're called to, the life that we live now as a Christian is a life of service, as a laborer in the harvest fields. And there are fields that will ripen. There are people that will come to Jesus. People in your family. I want to tell you, I've heard this from the... Uh, uh, from the Lord. Now, just because we hear a word from the Lord doesn't mean it's automatically going to come to pass. That must be prayed up into. That must be believed in order to be received. That must be claimed. Are you listening? In order to be possessed in our own life. But I'll tell you, 2023 is the year of the prodigal. Now, uh, I'm going to look directly uh, out there into... um, media miracle and you may be a prodigal you may be one that is uh experiencing for yourself a far from god but you know you can never outrun him you know and the quicker you get to the pig pen which is simply a place where we come to our senses and realize god's a good god boy it's way better with god than than without God and to be far from Him. So I, I, I want to tell you, come on home. Come back home. Yeah. See, come back home to Jesus. 
You'll come back and you'll find the Father never quit believing for you. Matter of fact, He'll see you a long way out. The minute the decision is made to go in that direction, I'll tell you God's been looking for you and He will run, run in a restoration in your life. And uh, the plan of God will not change. He has called you. He's chosen you. And uh, uh, this will be, make this year. And why wait until way down towards the last minute and suffer all that silliness all year long. You know, don't be stubborn and stupid. Be sensitive and come on home now. Right here at the start. No better way uh, to do 2023 because you're going to know the truth and that truth is going to make you free. Father, I just declare right now that truth is coming into her, that the Holy Spirit is going to bring to remembrance all those yes. little Sunday school yes. stories, all of those prayers grandmama and grandpa prayed, all of those interactions and experiences with yes, you Father. from Thank so very long ago, for especially for those that are so far away, but they're not too far. They haven't gone too far. They're not too bad for God to save and God yes. to deliver. All you have to do is turn towards God and you'll see God turn it around for you in the name of Jesus. Let's just pray a simple prayer right now. Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm coming just as I am. I know you love me. I fall on your mercy and I'm asking you to change me. And if you prayed that prayer, listen, uh, you can now confess this. Say, God, I give you my heart. I'm a child of God. I belong to you and everything is going to change in Jesus name. Amen. Welcome to the family. Uh, Welcome to for the if for the first time and if, uh, you know, in the uh, church that we got started from, you know, there there are people that uh, got saved for the 459th time. But, you know, uh, if you get the real deal, you only get, need to get it once. Amen. They called it rededicating. That's a wonderful term. But you don't need to start all over again. Amen. Start. Uh, from right now uh, and have a brand new start with the Lord here at the beginning of a brand uh, yes. new year. Yes. And we're going to believe this, that, may, that God will richly reward you with people for your life in 2023. Could you say yes. amen, church? Amen. Amen. Hebrews, the 11th chapter uh, and uh, the 6th verse of the Amplified Bible. Why don't you go ahead and read that, Mama, if you oh. will. Uh- Hebrews eleven six and the Amplified. But without faith, it is impossible to walk with God and please Him. For for whoever for whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that He rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek Him. Earnestly and diligently seek Him. And He is a rewarder. Say, God is a rewarder. God is a rewarder. Well, let's look at some things in Matthew, uh, the uh, sixth chapter. And I'll just call your attention to uh, a few things. I highlight them here in my Bible. It talks about uh, fasting. Uh, it talks about prayer. It talks about giving first. Then it talks about uh prayer and it talks about fasting and all of that uh, is prefaced with the word when or whenever so it's just 
it's just uh, basically uh, assumed and presumed that, that we know and understand these things. Now, this is Jesus talking mm-hmm. uh, here, that as a Christian, uh, that, there, that, we will, that we will give, that we will uh, pray, and that we will fast. You know, there are millions of Christians that don't do any of those things. Yes. They just religiously have a ritual of going to church and listen, you know, like in the Charlie Brown uh, teacher and the Charlie Brown, you know, the teacher's always blah, 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 blah. You know there's a sound, but don't have any understanding of what's being said. I'm telling you, there are millions, millions of people, even here in the United States, you may know a few of them, that church is just a thing that you could take or you can leave. But, you know, for the Christian that understands, boy, this is the word of God. I come hearkening diligently unto the voice of the Lord my God in order to obey him, in order to fulfill his will in my life. Amen. Jesus said you live by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Well, church is a major is a major part of hearing what God is saying. Are you listening? Read Revelation. One of the uh, things that uh, I remember when Leanne uh, taught on Revelation, and and uh, uh, she, uh, you know, she didn't go very very far. It's kind of like Kenneth Hagin Senior. He said one day he waded out into uh, the book of Revelation. He said, I realized that. Uh, uh, I was getting in over my head. So he said, I came back out, stuck with Mark 11, 23, 24, 25. Amen. Aren't you glad he did? But, you know, the Bible says that, uh, and, 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 you know, and I don't know how long ago that was, but that stuck with me uh, when Leanne uh, read that. It's the scripture. She just read the scripture, and it says, Blessed are those who read this book. Amen. Well, one of the blessings is this, is that the Lord Jesus spoke to the church. He's still speaking to the church. And he said, if you have ears to hear, let uh, let him hear the wind words of the Spirit of God. Church is a spiritual thing where spiritual words are released. Not just natural words, but spiritual words that are full of the life of God. It is life for you and I. The Word of God is life to us in that it frames our world, or it's supposed to. Amen. You want to jump in on any of that? You want me to keep wading on down? I'm going for. I'm going in over our head. I'm going to swim in this little river right here. Amen. As I believe if you'll hook up. Uh, with us now, you know, it hadn't been that long. We're not a stranger, right? You know, go ahead and, and uh, it, aren't you pretty today? Amen. You could say I'm good looking. Your hands. Oh, man, just, I mean, I had to work that up now. You know, I'm wearing the sweater you got me for Christmas. Amen. Do you like it? It fits good. Does it make me look younger? Don't answer that anymore. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, it talks about whenever we do these things, and it and it ties in. It says when we, it is a private thing, it is a heart thing, it is a personal thing before God. Do it before God as a matter of the heart. Yes. 
out of conviction in our own heart, realizing this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring some diligence to. The word, when we do the will of God, which is the word of God, yes. the way of God, it's pleasing to God. All right? Not because it's the keeping the law. The spirit of it is, I want to draw near yes. to God. Yes. I'm drawing near to God. I'm setting aside some natural pleasure in favor of pleasing God. He, he likes it when I draw near to Him. Yes. It'd be the same thing as, you know, you have a previous appointment, you know, uh, but, but, you know, uh, God... Uh, uh, takes a priority. In other words, say, I can do that anytime I want to, but I want to keep an appointment with you. There's nothing I'd rather do than to draw near and to be close to you. And and I believe this, that this this is Isaiah 58, where it goes, this is a fast that God has chosen, where we simply draw near to God to understand his plan, you know. Uh, God's plan is blessed. It's not a time, as this is not about saying, here's all my plans, God, I need you to bless them. No, it's a blank sheet of paper. Say, God, I just need to understand your plan. Reveal your will and your way for my life as part of advancing the kingdom of God. Because in 2023, I'm going to be a laborer. I'm a worker. I'm not just a worshiper. I'm a worker. It goes beyond just me being blessed. Lord, I've been so blessed. Now I want to be a blessing. To you and to those that you love and care about. Amen. Well, in Matthew 6.33, it says, but seek, amen. And this is after, you know, whenever we give, whenever we pray, whenever we fast, that that's before God, it's to God, it, but it's also believing that God is a rewarder. God is a rewarder. Yes. Have you ever wondered if there was a reward to your, uh, to your obedience that seems like it's been delayed? You know, God, where's mine? Mm-hmm. God, I see all these other people, but where's mine? God, why am I having to wait? But see, that's a test of trust, isn't it? Amen? You know. uh, God, where are my acorns? Well, about 50 years later, here they come. Are you hearing? There's some harvests that are are not 40-day radishes. Even in the natural. See, there's something spiritually that it takes the time that it takes yes. for you to mature, see, into the place where now you can handle it. Look at your neighbor and say, I think you can handle, I think you can handle the, greater measures the greater measures that God has, that God has for, your life. for your life. See, faithfulness pays. Yeah. Stay faithful to God, and you'll find that God is faithful. He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Anybody can seek him when the sun shines and, you know, when everything's going your way and for a short period of time. But, you know, I don't know about these part-timers, short-timers, what they're going to do with this eternal life. 
ability. You, you got to get some stay ability yes. in your life. Yes. And how do you do that? Well, you have to stay mm-hmm. with it yes. and stay at it. Yes. Stay with God. Yes. Up and down, all around, through thick and thin, sunshine, storms, year after year after year after year after year after year. Amen. You don't want to be moving in and out yes. uh, of uh, you know of the will and the way of God. Isn't that right? One day I, you know, one day I trust Him. One day I trust Him not. One day I trust Him. One day I trust Him not. Well, I'll tell you how that's going to end up. You're going to trust Him not. Mm-hmm. See? No. You know, we offer God uh, our lives, and we stay with Him. Yeah. And our, do you want? The Bible says that an inheritance that's gotten too quickly is not a good thing. Wouldn't you rather have the best saved for last than to get it all up front and then go downhill from there? Amen. Wouldn't you rather keep climbing and reach the pinnacle at the end rather than in the beginning? Yes. I know you're real quiet today. Must be. You see any smoke coming out of ears? You think they're thinking there today? Amen. I appreciate you thinking. Amen. Um, this scripture uh, thirty three says, "But aim, but seek, and aim at." Now he's he is contrasting us doing uh, life just naturally being our own source and being concerned about all these natural things. One of them, what we'll eat or drink, what we'll wear, what's going to happen to us. But he's, he juxtaposes that against putting spiritual things first. Yes. Putting the spiritual first. And then, and then he said all these natural things, when, you, when we seek first the kingdom it says, but seek, aim at, and strive after, first of all, I would say first of all, before all, and above all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, and then all these things, the natural yes, things yes. that came before that, taken together with the spiritual things, will be given to you uh, besides. Yes. Uh, because uh, it says that God... It says, we'll be taken together, we'll be given you besides. Uh, because God knows that we need them all. We need the spiritual and we need yes, the natural. Yes. Amen. Wouldn't you rather have the spiritual things, uh, our needs being met because of by His riches and glory versus just our own abilities? Yes. Hmm? Say, I work for God. I work for God. Do you think God pays well? Does God, does God have a great benefit package? Does God have a great retirement package? Yes. Now, some of you are retiring now, but you know that's for heaven. You're not going to, and then you won't be there long. You'll get refired. But you know, while we're here, we work. While it's in the fields, amen. The harvest fields of God. Now, Proverbs 4 and 7 says this, the beginning of wisdom is this get wisdom. So, uh, and it says, and with skillful and godly wisdom, not just being wise yes, in yes. the world and the world's ways, but get skillful and godly wisdom. And he said, that is the principal thing. Yes. So we're seeking God. 
for wisdom. You don't have to look very far for that. It's right here in all these pages. The word of God is the wisdom of God. And it says this also, and with all your getting, all of the getting of wisdom, get understanding. Now that's translated into discernment. We must know the difference. We need to be able to recognize the difference. That's God, that's not. This is God's highest and best. That's a little less than that. That's his will or my flesh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that was good. You got any more? <laughs> <laughs> it would also say discernment. discernment. No, come on, say discernment. Discernment. The next one, this is understanding. This is the definition of understanding, discernment. I'm going to know the difference. Yes. I'm going to see the difference, and I'm going to know the difference. See, And that's where the help of the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit comes in. He'll reveal the difference between the truth and the lie, yes. or the twisted truth, or the half-truth. See, He'll also give us comprehension. There needs to be a grasping mentally, a renewed mind. My mind is renewed. Yes. I do not reason like the world reasons. I do not think like the world thinks anymore because I'm coming to know God, His character, His conduct, yes, His yeah. will, and His way. And that's going to be different from how I used to think, how the world thinks. Are you listening? Conventional wisdom of the world, the Bible says, comes to zero. How many of you want to be in the same condition and position at the end of 2023 than you that that you were in the beginning of 2023 well what will be the difference wisdom and understanding get wisdom how many of you got a bible it's right there in front so we can avail it every day the bible says another place stand at his gates daily to see what he will say to you it says i wisdom stand at the gates of god every day amen to see what he would say. And, he'll, and he will speak to you. He's already spoken. Given us a copy of his word. So there's discernment. I'll know the difference. Comprehension. Part of understanding. I'll grasp mentally. And interpretation means that there is an explaining. An explanation of the meaning of. How many of you know. Uh, understand sometimes we need to know why. You know we've got a little. Uh, uh, two little. Uh, um grand boys twins and now their star their favorite uh, uh one of them uh their favorite question is what is what is that the other one is why <laughs> why even a little child is permitted to ask why now un- now you know they them grasping the meaning of are you listening see you know you tell them get in the car you don't have to give them an engineers you know, explanation of, well, let me just tell you how this works. There's a, there's a gas combustion engine, see? And I'll tell you, that's really involved. I mean, it's come from, you know, a little two-banger, uh, uh, you know, Model T all the way up to the modern stuff. Now they're in electric cars, the little kid's going, what is that? You know, you're going to create more. It's like, you know, uh, just get in the car. Why? Because we're going bye-bye. Well, why? Because you need a prize, right? Well, I'm in the car now. Amen? That's enough. And God will give us enough so that we can journey forward with him, right? But how many of you know that we need to, we need, it's okay to ask God why. And he'll explain the meaning of, 
you know, his will and his way. And when it's too much for us to comprehend, he'll just say, just trust me. Just trust me. Amen. We're going to walk with God. We need to understand that a lot of stuff just comes under, I just need to trust God. Believing that he is a rewarder. That at some point in time, this willingness to obey and just trust God will come out on the other side. And I'll know why. A lot of questions will be answered at the right time. Amen? And then I'll know the difference. I'll be able to grasp it, spirit, soul, and body. How many of you are still with us? So he talks about an open reward. Our open reward in, in this 21 days of fasting and prayer is to understand the plan, God's will and God's way uh, for us. I want to uh, read out of... Um, and trusting his blueprint and not ours. There you, you go. Know? And I believe sometimes there are some things in our life where we did have a blueprint, and I've had a lot of times where God's told us to crimple it up and throw it away. And we started all over again, mm-hmm. you know. And then there were different times in our lives where he added some things, you know, to it, or he took some things away from it. But there's been a lot of times, you know, whenever in the advancement of our maturity and want with God where he's just said, you know what, let's just throw that one away. We're going to start over, you know. And the Lord had been saying that all last year. He didn't really understand all that. He just said, just trust me, you know, because, see, doesn't God, his blueprint, I believe we can trust a whole lot more than ours. Because even things that we thought or we expected, you know, and when God has, in the past has told us to throw it away and start all over, at first I was a little bit mad. You know, first you get sad, and then you got mad, you know, and you didn't understand. Well, God, I've worked so hard on this one, and you want me just to throw it away? Mm-hmm. You know, but when we just trust God, and then when he redid the, the print of our lives or, uh, and gave us a new blueprint, it was like, oh, wow. That's always okay. better. That was better. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see that, though, see? So just trust God. I think, you know, he can take care of it, and he knows a whole lot better. You know, and some of you are going, well, I don't even have a blueprint. Well, praise God, we're in a new year, get ready. God would like to hand you a new blueprint of your life if you'll receive it. Amen? That was really good. You're getting good stuff thrown out there. Um, And I mean that. That was really good. Was that helpful to you, anybody? I heard a lot of amens, saw a lot of shaking uh, heads. You know, pastors are going to feed you with knowledge and, the Bible says, understanding. You know, uh, it's why we need to be, uh, we need to be in the will and the way of God, and church is part of that. You know, the family Mm -hmm. is part of that. Uh, The great shepherd has under-shepherds that... um, are necessary and needful uh, to our lives. Amen? You know, God knows just what you need and just what you like. And when you need it. And when you need it. Amen? Sometimes we think he's late. Sometimes we think he's not fast enough. You know, but God is always the God right on time. Right on time. That's right. Amen? You know, and... So don't never take for granted or, you know, and it's all right if you get upset sometimes thinking, well, God, this should have already happened. 
You know, I thought last week, last month, two years, three years, four years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years ago, and it still hasn't happened. But, you know, also there's a lot of things that have to happen in life, right? Others are part of our life. There's other situations and circumstances that God has to rearrange and move. You know, it's not just, you know, God just says, oh, I'm going to do this. You know, there's other people that are involved in that. So it's a process. That's why sometimes we think that he's not moving fast enough, but there's other things that are having to fall in place. You know, he's not going to throw someone else's life in the garbage can to move yours into that. Sometimes he's got to just move them out so that he can move us in. You know, but there's a lot of things that, that take place. But when we just trust God and just know that in the end, my God is faithful, that in the end, my God said that he would supply all of my need, that in the end, that I would see my children and my children's children through a thousand generations serving God. You know, that in the end, we know that God will be standing there with us girding us up and holding us in his love if we'll just trust him amen and the end isn't just in this life it isn't just in you getting you know uh everything on your christmas list the end is that while we still have time and we're glad that we have time to work that god has time has given time and room to work you know, in our families, yes, uh, yes. in the world, you know, in the people that we work with, in our communities, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because eternity hangs in yes, the balance. Yes. There's a difference between heaven and hell. Sometimes we forget that, don't we? We get all bogged down in the in the moment, you know, but we're here as part of the kingdom of God, and that kingdom God is advancing towards the day when uh, time is no more and eternity that we're living in right now, when moments with God, you know, uh, but the time will be up for the world and decisions will be made. And when the tree falls, it falls one way or the other. And, uh, you know, we hold eternity in our heart while we're keeping the time clock at work, while we're keeping the schedules and the busyness of all of our lives still, you know, we're marching towards a moment when time is up for the world as we know it. Yeah. Amen. We don't know what generation that's going to be in, but we're in this generation, chosen by God, called by God for such a time as this, for such a thing uh, as this. We are not the same as we were before we came into the kingdom of God, you know, and and to add to what you're saying in that sin is that, you know, there's a, you'll see this, you know, all things were made ready in the fullness yes. of time. And that's how God does things, where all things are made ready. Preparations are completed, yes. you know. And then you get suddenly, I mean, you'll get, you know, you'll see uh, God will change and rearrange. Amen. And, you know, uh, uh, it's, it's worth standing in line and, you know, spending our time preparing, see, uh, to when we get in, uh, you know, when we get in front of the rewarder, you will not, you know, you won't be treated like the red-headed stepchild. You know, you're in the right place at the right time. And God himself will reward you. Don't you want a reward from God? Yes. 
rather than men. Matthew 6 chapter talks about it. It says, don't do this in front of folks. You don't want a reward from them. You want a reward from God. Amen. In Matthew 6, 4 in the Amplified, it says, so that your charitable acts will be done in secret, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So there's no doubt about it. Whatever we do, we do unto him. And especially during a special Mm -hmm. time that we've set aside for the 21 days, you know, God will Mm -hmm. reward your faithfulness. And what secrets, what secret seeds have been planted in our heart where where you've heard the whispers within, you know, those desires, uh, you know, uh, uh, you might call it your dream, but really it's God's dream. Amen. Because dreams intersect, don't they? You know, we we would have sense enough to know the difference between a rock and a gold nugget, except God told us. Hallelujah. I want to read this. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, and it ties right into this. And then uh, how wonderfully the Holy Spirit has put things together uh, here today. You know, that'll make more sense when we get down to the... End of it. it says, this is God's word, uh, verse 10, on the subject. I'm reading out the uh, message, Bible, because Daniel was seeking to understand uh, the plan. So was the prophet uh, 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 Jeremiah so many years ago. And Daniel is living, had lived through those 70 years. And this is what the Lord says, as soon as the Babylon's 70 years are up and not a day before. Isn't that interesting language? God is a God that not a day before. Now God can be three, four days late if he wants to. He showed that with Lazarus. He, he, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Are you hearing? And that, if God seems a little late, the Bible says in another place, Habakkuk, it said, though the vision tarry, wait for it. It will not tarry at its appointed time. It will come. It will come to pass. How many of you, uh, and I'm sure, you know, I'm, I'm sure as we're sitting here that there are those of you that have asked God and told God, you're late. This should have already happened. Amen. Well, you know, then it's a test of trust. And he said, not a day before, I'll show up. How many of you have been waiting for God to show up and take care of you as I promised and bring you back home? But not a day before. I know he'll keep his appointment. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out, plans to take care of you, not abandon you, plans to give you the future you hope for. When you call on me, are you hoping for anything? Are you hoping anything? Are you hoping for some people for your life? Are you hoping to be used by God? Are you hoping to be a worker in the care? Are you hoping that your life would have uh, more meaning than just me and my four and no more and a job and a dog and a car? Yes. Amen. Of course you are. When you call on me, when you come and pray to me, I'll listen. When you come looking for me, you'll find me. Yes, when you get serious about finding me and want it more than anything else, maybe more than our necessary food or this pleasant thing or, you know, to set aside some time right here at the first of the year to put first things first. Are you hearing and really want to know? Now, that's a heart thing. 
That's not to be judged by anybody else or anything else, uh, any other measure than it's a heart thing. Say, God, I really do want to know. You know, there's this thing in our life about opening our heart. Opening our heart. You know, in the days that we're uh, in right now, I think a, a lot of people, I'll read this, it said more than anything else, I'll make sure you're not disappointed God's decree. I'll turn things around for wow. you. Yes. I'll yes. turn things around. Yes. Uh, if we can get Pastor Ron to uh, uh, come, um, we're, we're going to take just a moment uh, here. Have you ever been disappointed because you felt like God didn't keep his appointment that you had set a time frame? Yes. Uh, on your trust and a time frame, you know, kind of like a stopwatch, you know, you give up the stopwatch, you set an alarm, you give up the alarm, you mark on the calendar, are you hearing, you know, and then we're tempted to take all three out, you know, we're on the countdown, God, 10, 9, 8, you need to get this done, and when it doesn't happen on our time, in the way we told God that he should do it, the way we wanted everything to work out, or that we thought it would or could or should, you know. Uh, Disappointment causes us to close our heart. Disappointment. Uh, And you know, the times that that we've uh, been through, you know, in, in uh, the last few years. In guarding our heart, you'll be careful, say, you'll be careful that we don't harden our heart, that yes. things do not harden us. You've got to be tough, but there's a difference between, I want to say tough, strong, strength of heart, but there's a difference between uh, that and having a hardness of yes. heart. That our heart becomes hard. Yes, yes. Are you that's listening? Right, that's right. You ever heard the words, you know, well, it's not set in stone? Why would people say that? Because most of the time we set it in stone. Mm-hmm. This is what God said. So then when time and space go by, then we start reasoning and overthinking it and thinking how God's going to do it. And then when it delays it, we'll tell God how to do it. And when it just doesn't happen that way. Remember, we work for God. God does not just work for us. Amen. So we have to hold an open heart. You know, one of the good things about fasting and prayer puts the flesh under, makes it sensitizes us. Yes, yes. You know. If you're not hearing God, one of the best ways is you just shut everything else off and everything else down. Draw near to God in these ways. Give some time. You know. Uh, give that idol its proper place in your life. See? Give it to God. And uh, pray. Yes. That's yes. where praying in the Holy Ghost comes in. When you don't know how to pray, the Holy Spirit. And sometimes the Holy Spirit, there are groanings that cannot be uttered. You're just... Yes, Father, thank you. 
sitting in silence, but your inside is yearning towards God. I just have this yearning, this longing, you know, towards God. He said, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed. I'll turn things around for you. Aren't you glad God's promise is that he hears a song that becomes a prayer and the prayer becomes a heart cry. And anybody in this house got some things that you need God to turn around because yes. you know only God yes. can turn it. Yes. Yes. Only God can turn yes. it. And when we turn towards him, don't think he's already turned towards us. He's just waiting yes. for the invitation. See, the Bible says this, that my giving, my fasting, my praying is throwing my heart open and it's an open invitation that is attractive to God because I'm believing He's a rewarder. And it's in secret. See, it's before Him. But He is a rewarder yes. of that kind yes. of seeking. It yes. pleases Him when He said, I was just waiting for you to ask. I was just waiting for you to get to the place where you realize it can't be anyone else or anything else but me that can fix this but oh I'll turn it around and yes. you'll see when the yes. job is done that the job is well done anybody in this house maybe there's some folks out there I want to open up this altar just yes. for a moment you make a move towards God what is the altar it is a drawing near to God for a meeting place with God not with man but a meeting place with God where I make a move and then I'll expect I'm going to see God move now you may come up uh, uh, here and nothing changes on the outside but on the inside see the whispers within just the acknowledgement of God in all of our ways it's foolishness to the world the altar is a foolish thing but it's always been a meeting place with God and the Bible says in the Old Testament the example we have is they built an altar they built an altar and it required effort, it required faith, it required, it was something in the physical and in the natural that showed God an act of faith, my hope, my trust, I'm looking to you. I'm believing that you are God, that you exist, but also that you're going to reward, this is a diligent seeking of you, and you're a rewarder, uh, uh, you are a rewarder of that, Amen. And let God work it out. If that's you today, I want you to invite you to come on. No need to prolong this. I believe God's up in, in the middle of this. Now, the brunt of all of this will be when your obedience is complete. But obey the Holy Spirit today. His moving, His working in your, in your heart. Be sensitive to be led by the Holy Ghost. If you need a change in your life, if you're serious, when you want it more than anything else, I want it more than what people think about me. I want it more, you know, than what I even think about myself. I've got to have God. I need more of God in my life. I want to live in a full till I overflow. I believe the Holy Spirit's working in this house. I believe He's working out there with you. We're going to take just a moment. Just a moment. But that's the, the, you need to recognize the moment that you're in. 
God's inviting you to keep an appointment with Him today. You are not here by accident. You're not tuning in by accident. This God saw before the foundations of the world the place that you are at right now. And there's grace for that. And God is ready to open up uh, something brand new, something more than you would ever expected in your life. So Father, in the name of Jesus... Lord, we just thank you today. We thank you, you are a God that promised the words that are written in red that when we come to you drawn by the Holy Spirit, that when we draw near to you, you draw near to us. Come near, God. Come near and do what only you can do. We thank you for it in the name of Jesus. I declare... These people will know the truth and that truth will make them free. I declare liberty for every captivity in Jesus' name. No longer slaves to fear. No longer prisoners of the past or the present. I declare your future released in Jesus' name. A hope, Lord, an expected end. I thank you, Father, that which is in their heart that is from you. You will oversee it and see it through to the end. I thank you 2023 will be the year in the name of Jesus where we experience your highest and your best in Jesus' name. Now listen, I want to thank you for joining us. We're going to spend just a few moments here. I hope that you are caught up in this moment at home, but we're going to, uh, we're going to uh, sign off now. We won't keep you all day, but I believe God's going to keep you all of the way through. 2023. Let's finish this last in the Lord. Let's finish well because for us and for you right now here in 2023, uh, the 22nd day of uh, January, the 21st day uh, of a completed fast, not only will it be a finish line, but it will be a starting line for something new. the new God's new for you more than you expected. Life to the full till it overflows. Even the abundance of God that Jesus came to give. So until the next time you remember this, we love you and God loves you. And it's just so simple. Put your trust in God. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.